Good morning, all listeners. It is Sunday, April 25th, 2021, and this is the magical moment. It is episode 50, baby. 50! Episode 50 of Ball Talk with Boogie and the Baron. I'm Boogie! And I'm the Baron. Boogie, it has been an honor to share the booth with you. This being our 50th episode, we started September 13th, 2020, 32 weeks of talking about this. Episode 50 is upon us. We took a two-week hiatus. Uh, tell the listeners why. Yeah, sorry for being absent, everybody. You know, uh, Boogie and the Baron are definitely committed to our listeners, and we'd love more feedback as we are going to take this show to the next level in these next upcoming weeks and months ahead. Uh, for your future, though, to start listening, we are actually on fire right now. We're going to give you some lots of news, lots of notes, Tidbits is back, news is back, picks are back, winners are back, and we're just so excited to be back on the air. It's all back. We had to take a couple of week hiatus after the crazy March madness that took place. A uh, lot of long nights, a lot, lot of long days, a lot of podcasts, a lot of running around, a lot yeah. of drinking. We had some technical um, difficulties. Yeah, it was, we had a, it was a tough uh, three-week stretch there. We were kind of tapped out. We had a lot of money, a lot of money to collect. Called life, called life. (laughs) Yes, so (laughs) two-week hiatus to get back into this thing. We've got about 26 games to go over on our docket today. We have a 15-game MLB card, seven-game NBA card, and a four-game NHL card. We've got winners in all three of those sports as well as best bets. But, Boogie, today we have two weeks of... News and notes to discuss. A lot has went on over the last couple weeks. We got an update here on episode 50. Yeah, you know what? We're just going to give some quick updates here. Uh, first off, Baron, did you see Rob Gronkowski is still catching footballs and not from Brady, though? Yeah, he he uh, didn't he set the record for the longest like ball yeah. caught? So from a helicopter, Gronk played his college ball for Arizona Wildcats he and uh, another guy that everybody knows, Teddy Bruschi, yeah. they were actually going to be a guest coach for the scrimmage for the spring of football for Arizona. Yeah. And a football was 600 feet up in the air in a helicopter circling the stadium. Gronk's mission was simple. The 31-year-old NFL superstar was tasked with setting a Guinness World Record for the highest altitude catch that's ever been done in the world as Arizona coach Jeb Fish described it. The bottom line was it took not one, not two, but on his third catch, Gronk set the record. Wow. Go check it out, everybody. It was awesome. That's incredible. Yeah. So we also have another stuff going on here with our next pod upcoming next week. Just wanted to make sure everybody knew before we go back into some topics and tidbits by Boogie and the Baron. Uh, We'll also... Right, you are, Boogie. The NFL Draft is this Thursday, April the 29th. We will have a draft special. Very exciting. We'll have some prop bets for the draft and some other stuff. The prop bets. You know that. We're in Vegas. They got everything from who's picking first, who's going to get the first wide receiver, who's going to get the first quarterback. So now we're excited about that, too. I'm very excited. Something to look forward to on Thursday morning, um, afternoon and night, at an all-day affair for the draft. 
Catch our draft special, I'm thinking either Wednesday night or uh, Thursday morning, one of the two. Nonetheless, should be a very, very fun day. A lot of quarterbacks looking to go, which we will dig into the draft as the days progress here in episode 51. Yeah, actually, Goodell is even excited because he gets to do his commissioner hug with all yeah he's vaccinated now. now he's vaccinated so he was very excited about that now yeah he's vaccinated now uh boogie something that i think you've been dying to talk about uh 50 episodes in we haven't been able well, 50 years and it seems like we haven't had anything positive to say about the new york knicks and Stephen a would back that oh if you were listening um your new york knicks now are sitting in fourth in the uh, Eastern Conference for the NBA. Yeah, we got the Knicks. They beat the Raptors the other day for their ninth consecutive win, giving New York its longest winning streak since 2013. Julius Randle has been dominant for the Knicks, who have moved all the way up, like I said, to fourth place in the East. Unbelievable. Fourth place in the East. Giving up a stifling only 104.7 points per game on defense. Unbelievable. They grind you out. Uh, Randle has been their best player. They've won nine in a row in nine of their last ten. 34 and 27, the Knicks now sitting in the four seed, taking on the five seed Hawks as of right now. How far can you see this Knicks team going? You think obviously they could probably get out of the first round, but then you're probably going to be dealing with Brooklyn or Philly in that second round. Yeah, it's going to be a rough second round for them, but I think they can start making some strides towards success Yeah. as I look forward to seeing them play in their first playoff in years. This will be a good thing to get out of, you know, get that home court, get the playoff atmosphere back into Madison Square Garden, maybe win that first series would be nice. That'd be a small stepping stone, then they just gotta get pieces. It's yeah. a big it's a big market. So maybe they can get some free agency pieces to continue to to get better. So we'll have to keep an eye on the Knicks going forward here. Even King James, LeBron James has said when the Knicks are winning, everything is great in NBA basketball. I agree 100%. So what else about it? You know, we also have Anthony Davis back for the uh, Lakers as he had come back from a long injury. Mm -hmm. And now he's back as the Lakers have one of their best players back. LeBron's still sitting. Uh, We are looking forward to seeing how the Lakers can now shake it up. Uh, as they have struggled, but have maintained decency since uh, they both lost Davis and LeBron James. Uh, what do you think about that? Ten games over five hundred. Uh, it's going to be good to get AD back. That's also good for the league. They're the five seed right now in the West, so we'll see. We'll see how that all shakes out. They've lost a few in a row though, so it'd be good to have him back to get back into the stride. Absolutely. Uh, another thing that we've uh, we've been wanting to talk about is how well has Mr. Curry been lately? Man, MVP. Um, he got his Warriors team at 30 and 30, sitting at the 10 seed, literally only a game back of the 8 seed right now is Golden State. <clears throat> he has been lighting it up. He is the best player on the planet right now. Wheeling Golden State, I mean, I don't want to say by himself, but I mean, this kid has just been unbelievable uh, carrying these guys. They're sitting at the 10 seed, like I said. Um, trying to get into the playoffs. Had an 11-game streak of 30-point performances uh, broken this past week, but uh, 11 games in a row of 30 points, amazing. And he's just hitting them threes like he always does. They have an 18-10 and 10 home record, which is very impressive. They have not played that well away from home. However, they are starting to pick up stride. They've won seven of their last ten, sitting in at the 10 seed, only a half game back of San Antonio and a game back of Memphis. So they are really starting to pick up some strides here. Um, they're trying to cement their, their place here in this at least play-in tournament. They have a four-game lead over the Pelicans for that 10th and final playoff spot. So the Warriors trying to just stay alive here. 
um, and keep moving up the Richter scale, which Curry's been amazing. I mean, can you see him as an MVP candidate? You've got uh, Nikolai Jokic. It looks like he is now being more dominant now that Jamal Murray is actually out for the season in a devastating injury for Denver. Yeah. Which yeah. there goes my uh, long shot uh, Denver winning the NBA championship. Yeah, there. that's out the window now. But, of course, with Jokic playing really well, you've got Embiid, and you also have Doncic, and you've got Giannis, and you've got Steph at number five right now. Yeah, Denver, uh, Jokic, probably MVP, especially if they keep this up and get like a top four seed in the uh, Western Conference playoffs. Jokic has got, um, comparing Jokic to Embiid, Embiid's had a great year, but Jokic has more double-doubles than uh, Embiid has games played. So I'm going to look at that. Embiid also has a little bit more help. It wasn't like, uh, you know, Embiid didn't lose Simmons for the year. That's you right. Know? So yeah. Jokic, I think, obviously, without Jokic on that Nuggets team, they're probably not even in the top ten in the Western Conference. Um, he is carrying them. When it comes to value, you, i got to lean him or, obviously, Curry. But it's just the Nuggets are having a better year. So I will go with the big serve on this one and uh, and, and take him for my MVP. We'll see how the next couple of weeks go. We don't have that many games left. Remember, this year, Bugs are only playing 72 games. Yep, it's a shortened season. So it's a shortened season. Right now, most most teams have played you know 60 to 62 games right now. So it's coming down to the stretch here. The NBA playoffs do start on May 22nd. We are less than a month away from the playoffs. That's going to be exciting. We're going to have daily pods when the NBA playoffs begin as Cannot well. Cannot wait for that. Because we're going to have NBA and NHL playoffs at the same time. So that's going to be very, very exciting. Yep. We also have a lot of news and notes going on in the college basketball world. Yeah. Cool. Uh, did you see who was just uh, signed to the uh, Gonzaga Bulldogs? I did. Uh, Akinjo goes to – or no, 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 no. Chet Holmgren goes to Gonzaga. Akinjo goes to Baylor. Yes. That, that kid, man, he, he needs to build up a little bit. But Chet Holmgren, the consensus number one prospect in the class of 2021, just committed this week to Gonzaga – on Monday as the rich get richer, ensuring Mark Few's program will be a legitimate national title contender for the sixth consecutive season. It's amazing. That kid, have you seen him though, man? He's, he's, he's skinny. 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 Skinny, but I think he can play. He can definitely play. He was shooting 80% from the field this past year. They won four state championships. Um, he is actually uh, good friends with Jalen Suggs. Yeah, they played AAU. Played together. Uh, together in high school, so yeah, they're actually playing well. They will be losing Corey Kispert, Jalen Suggs, and Joel Ayayi all going into the NBA, but they will, like you said, have Timmy. They got Andrew Nembard, though, yeah. coming back. Home um, they also got five-star guard Hunter Salas coming uh, and playing for them next year. They're going to be loaded again. I look for Gonzaga to be at the top again, for sure, with those pickups. Um, another, oh, this is kind of not on something that is breaking news, uh, Brady Manick. From Oklahoma, transfers to North Carolina. Transferring to Carolina, that's a great pickup for right them. Uh, you got Hubert Davis as the new coach, and of yes. course, uh, that was his first uh, great pickup right there. These transfer portals are just out of this mind right now. It really is out of this world. Uh, Cameron Quetwig is also leaving Loyola Chicago, uh, probably our favorite player in the NCAA uh, tournament this year. He's leaving Loyola Chicago to go pro. We'll see how that pans out for him. Um, and now you have some news on James Akinjo, who is a transferring yet again. Yep, he is transferring again. He will be going over to another team, and we are not. This is going to be his third team. Who loves a, a team who loves guard transfers? Where is he going? He's going to Baylor. Going to Baylor. Baylor gets another guard. 
Another guard. He, and they it's just they love this is like guard transfer university. It's amazing. And he'll he'll pick up right where he left off. Arizona's in a lot of debacle right now. Uh, they are actually just going to be getting just dismissed right now with the NCAA and all the sanctions. Yes. Uh, so, of course, that's a nice pickup for them. Uh, can't wait to see it. I'm excited. The number one consensus, consensus team, too, is going to be UCLA. How about that? Yeah, returning everybody from that team that went to the Final Four. Great run. UCLA, like you said, Gonzaga, too. Uh, no surprise that they're going to be one, two. The two teams that produced perhaps the best NCAA tournament game I have ever seen. Amazing. I mean, as long as Johnny Juzang stays where he's put in UCLA, does not go to the NBA, we are looking at a great number one uh, team, uh, preseason team, as we go into next year's uh, league. Yeah, very exciting. November, college basketball, man, only seven months away. Only seven months only, and counting, man. Hey, only seven more months. I mean, crazy. It's just a nuts. I, I, can, I can't wait for it. We'll be counting that down. Summer will come around. And, of course, what we have to do now is going to be playing a little bit of this uh, – Wait game to see who's going to be transferring, and we'll see who's going to be actually uh, going to each team. Yeah, I mean, seven months is nothing, dude. We've been doing this pod for seven months, so I have a, I mean, we should be in the hundreds when it comes to episode-wise when the college basketball starts again. Can't wait for that. So we're only on episode 50. I I, I would say that we'll probably be in the hundreds at, the, at that point. Yep. We got NHL news. Hey. NHL news, as we have a shout-out. Patrick Marlowe actually went ahead and played his uh, consecutive streak for 1,700. Beat Gordy Howe's record, right? Beat, yes, beat Gordy Howe's record. Incredible. Wound up actually playing against the Las Vegas Golden Knights this past Monday. Yeah. Playing in his game. Wound up consecutively beating for consecutive games. And wind up a uh, great shootout game that was. They wound yeah. up losing 3-2 yes. to two in a shootout. Uh, but we wound up still looking at a great uh, player there in Marlowe. Shout out to Mount Marlowe. That's amazing. Uh, amazing streak. Speaking of the Knights, they're on fire right now. They nine in a row last night. Nine in a row. Nine of their last ten. They get today off. They are the number one team in the West. Um, Four-point lead over the Avalanche. Five over the Minnesota Wild. So, very excited. The Knights, Avalanche, and Wild have all clinched a playoff berth. Um, and now you got four teams battling for that last spot in the West. Like we said before, that's how they're doing it. Bulls, the top four teams in each division yep. are going to are gonna lock up, which is going to be crazy. Like, I look at, like, the East Division with the Capitals, Penguins, Islanders, and Bruins. All close. All unbelievable and all high 60s when it comes to points. And now they match up. So, like, the matchups are going to be within the division. So, for instance, in the, for the Knights' case, the Knights are – it's very indicative that, that, that the Knights get this number one because they get to play a lesser opponent because with them having 70 points, the Avs having 66 and the Wild having 65, then there's a big drop-off. Yeah. So whoever gets that four seed is going to be a less formidable opponent, which makes the Knights getting that one seed even more important. So we will see how that all shakes out. NHL hockey playoffs will be beginning here in the next month also. Very exciting time. That's one of the most fun times of the year when you Cannot have NBA wait. and NHL series going on and back and forth. It's going to be fun. Cannot wait. It's going to be exciting. You know, we had the bubble last year. Yeah. Now these teams get to play in a different type of playoff setting. So it's going to be really intrigued to see how they can play. Yes. Um, we got one last topic and tidbit here, which is the uh, baseball that we've been uh, really 
trying to dive in here. Moneyball. Moneyball. Moneyball, baby. Man, you got the Oakland A's starting one and seven. Now they've won thirteen games in a row to Damn. be the best record in the uh, MLB right now. How amazing is that? Thirteen wins in a row for the Oakland A's. Start one and seven, win thirteen straight. They're the first game on our sheet today that we're going to talk about. When Hell it comes yeah. To that. Um, Oakland is doing it, man. Ten, I mean, 13 in a row is unreal. They went from the worst team in MLB to the best team in the MLB and now have a one-game lead over the Seattle Mariners in the American League West. That is just absolutely incredible. Here's a side note. In 1988, the World Series champion A's won 14 in a row during the regular season. Wow. What are we going to do about that one? That's incredible. I remember the A's went on a run like that before two years ago, too, the, when Moneyball was, right. uh, was filmed back in the day. The low-budget A's making trades and doing it with the lowest payroll in baseball and getting to the postseason. We'll see how the A's shake out. Uh, Astros got some injury troubles. The Mariners, I think, are overperforming. So I could definitely see the A's being a, uh, a, you know, I know we're only 21 games into a long season, but a great start for Oakland. And uh, they're going to look to keep that going today if they can. Um, is there any other tidbits out there that we need to I mean, our five out? biggest postseason odds gains in baseball, Red Sox right now, opening day postseason odds based off of last year. Didn't look like a lot of people had faith in them. Yeah. They're actually doing pretty well. They had a 17.8% opening day postseason odds. They have jumped to 51% to a plus 33.2% change. Wow. Uh, the Brewers were at 29%. Uh, they're actually now up to 60% plus 31%. Brewers first place in the NL Central, yep. yes. Your Reds are 31.8% uh, opening day, 46.9 now, so that's a plus 15. Okay. And the uh, Tampa Bay Rays, 64.8% opening day. They're uh, up to 793 They're at a plus 14.5. And, wow. and the White Sox are 41.2% opening day to a 53.2% plus 12%. Very nice, very nice. All those teams are very in the thick of things in their divisions. No division has gotten too far out of hand. I mean, the every division is about within six games of each other. The only, the biggest discrepancy is the the Rockies are in the basement of the NL West at seven and 13, seven and a half back of the 15 and six defending World Series champion LA Dodgers. Every other division is very, very close. I mean, you look at the NL East. Everybody's NL within East. one game of each other. The last place Washington Nationals are one, one as well as the Marlins, one game back. Yeah, so that's tight. The NL Central's very tight early as only three games separate top and bottom. Five uh, games separate the AL West. Six separate the Central and four separate the East. So... Very competitive, a lot of parity. You've got your top-heavy teams, though. And with that being said, Boogs, we can now dive into our, our our matchups here for today. Our MLB card has 15 games on it. We have our first game starting here in one hour. So what we want to do is we're going to try to be fast going through this so we can get all these out to you guys. I got some analysis on these games. I've been watching these series all weekend. It's very, very exciting. Our first game, to, get to, to circle back around and talk about the Oakland A's books, the Oakland Athletics, they are coming in, as we said, 14-7. and seven. They're taking on the Baltimore Orioles. You have Jesus Lazardo coming in, a 1-1 one one at 5.89 ERA. John Means, who has pitched really well for Baltimore. Yeah. Baltimore trying to end the streak today. Means 1-0 with a 1.52 ERA. Oakland, a $1.20 favorite. Over-under is eight runs. 
Yeah, Means has actually been pitching great against some good competition. But the A's bats are on fire. Lizardo will not get lit up by Baltimore. I'm taking Oakland. I'm backing them for 14 in a row. Ooh, hey, you know what I always heard is that you can go against the streak and you'll keep losing. But if you ride the streak, you can only lose once. Let's ride it. I'm going to go to the total in this game, Boogie. I'm going to take the over eight runs. I think uh, Oakland's bats are hot. I think Means finally gets hit around a little bit in a hitter's ballpark. I see value. I see a lot of value in the over eight runs in this game. I think Baltimore will be able to get to Jesus Lazardo early. The bullpens haven't been that strong, especially on the Baltimore side. So I like the over eight runs in that game. Our second game boogie is the Kansas City Royals with Danny Duffy, who has pitched outstanding this thus far. Two and one with a .50 ERA, taking on Michael Fulmer, one and one with a 3.94 ERA. Now in this game, Kansas City, um, I feel like you got to go Kansas City or bust here. A lot of money coming in on them. But, I mean, I can't back the Tigers, 7-14, and 14, probably the worst team in baseball. What are you looking at today? Yeah, I'm going to take Duffy or Bust. Uh, that's that's my pick right there. Kansas City, uh, you know, you got Duffy. He's a pretty good pitcher. He's on the road today, but uh, I like him, and I'll back Kansas City. Yeah, Duffy's pitched lights out. They're going for three straight against Detroit. Detroit actually has the worst ERA, um, team ERA, and they're not very good. I like Kansas City's bats to get the Fulmer here. Detroit being at home, I think they put up a little fight. This is another game where I'm going to go over the eight-run total. There's a lot of eight-run totals I like over today. You know, you look at two stud pitchers, a lot of the times people think under. A lot of times Vegas is trying to trick you. I'm going to take the over eight runs in Kansas City and the Tigers. And there it is. We got two two teamers already. Oakland in the over, Kansas City in the over. Boogie and the Baron already back at it in baseball. Absolutely. Now, third game on the docket, Boogie, your New York Yankees, the Bronx Bombers. They are going for a sweep today of the Cleveland Indians. Cleveland has lost four straight. Cleveland comes in like eight and 11, third in the American League Central. Um, Yankees third in the AL East. They're going for the sweep. You got Tyon on the mound taking on your boy, Tristan McKenzie. Yeah, I like this kid. Yeah, I, you're a big fan. Are you going to fade your Yankees today with this kid on the mound? You know, this is a game I'm going to actually just stay right off of. But if I had to lean, I'm leaning towards Tristan McKenzie. I watched this kid last year. He's a strikeout kid. He's a young strikeout, key guy right here. Jamison Talon has been having some trouble. He's already 0-1, 5.40 ERA. Yankees are on a little bit of a, of a run right now. Maybe they've gotten their, their little uh, swag back mm-hmm. uh, three in a row right now. But, uh, again, they're on the road. Uh, Jamison Talon has not shown anything yet. So I am staying off this game or I'm taking Cleveland. All right. Uh, I'm going to go for a third straight over eight runs. That's what my card is stating. The first three games here of the day, I like over eight runs. This is another total that's at eight runs. Tyon has not been that impressive. He's, been, he's gotten shelled. 0-1 with a 5.40 coming over from the Pirates. Tristan McKenzie's had a great outing. However, I think the Indians' bats can get the Tyon, and the Yankees' bats are hot right now. I'll take the over eight runs in that game as well. Sounds so good. three games in, three straight over eight runs for me. Boogie, I like uh, your lean on uh, Cleveland as well. I mean, a nice little plus-money dog there to, to not get swept at home at Progressive Field. Yes. So, Boogs, fourth game on the docket today, 10-10 a.m. here. The Seattle Mariners, who come in second in the AL West, taking on the Boston Red Sox, who are first in the AL East. When you look at this game, this uh, this pitcher for the Seattle Mariners, uh, Marge Vicious, has gotten... Gotten hit around a little bit. Eduardo Rodriguez has pitched lights out. 3-0. 
3.38 ERA. Um, Verdugo for the Red Sox is day-to-day. He will not play. Boston second in the league in runs scored and tied 10th in runs allowed and first in hits. They're very good at hitting and base running. Um, I leaned over overnight, but there's a lot of money coming in on that. Um, Seattle 7-3 and three in the last 10, and I'm going to go Seattle here plus the run and a half at minus $1.15. So you, I see good value there in a close game that I think Seattle can win. If you're giving me a run and a half at that kind of price, that's where I'm going to go. I'm taking the Mariners plus one and a half. I'm just going to ride Boston. You got Rodriguez on the mound. He's got a 3-0 record, 3.38. He's pitching well. He's at home. I'm taking Boston on the money line. All right, there we go. So we can both win, which is nice. Um, the Blue Jays and the Rays today, Boogie. Our fifth game on our card here today. On the docket? On the docket, baby. You got Hinjin Ryu against a guy making his first start. Luis Patino. Not mm-hmm. Rick Patino. Oh. Luis Patino with a yo. Hmm. Making his first start. Low line for Toronto. Ryu is obviously super dirty. George Springer's on the 10-day DL. Toronto's fourth in the AL East and fourth in runs allowed. Tampa, Patino, like I said, first start. They're second in the AL East. They're trending upward, as you said earlier, with their World Series and chances to make the playoffs. They play small ball. They small ball you to death. They're tied sixth in runs, and they're tied eighth in hits. It's a first start for me, so I'm going to stay off the game. I would slightly lean Tampa in this game, but I can't back somebody making their first start because I don't know what's going to happen. No, I can't. And I actually, Ryu is actually a pretty good pitcher. He is 1-2. and two. His ERA is not bad. He's got a 3.0 ERA. He is on the road, though. Tampa's at home, which they typically play pretty well at. Uh, this is a stay-off game for me. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. Uh, 100% there. Next game is the Washington Nationals taking on the New York Mets. The Nationals crushed them yesterday, so um, eight and ten Washington, fifth in the NL East, and then eight and eight Mets, second in the NL East. As we talked before, every team in the uh, National League East is only separated by one game, so one win can skyrocket you from the basement to the ceiling, so uh-huh. to speak. Um, They've also only played 16 games, the Mets. They're 8-8 yeah. eight and, eight and tied with the Phillies at 10-10 and 10 for first place. Yes, so that is something to think about. They had some COVID issues earlier in the season, got some games postponed. So both of these pitchers have the potential to get rocked here is what I'm looking at. Uh, Patrick Corbin, who's usually better than what he's been, mm-hmm. uh, 0-2 yes. with a 10.95 ERA. Um, Taiwan Walker, 0-1 with a 3.21 ERA. This was another game where I leaned over overnight, but I've since jumped shift. I'm going to take the plus money here with the Washington Nationals. You know, the Mets offense, sometimes their bats show up, sometimes they don't. Um, Washington, obviously, no Juan Soto. But I think Washington, if you're giving me plus a dollar for 40, a little small play on them for me. Okay. I'm going to actually take them as well. I will be a small play with Corbin on the mound, try to get his first win today. His ERA very much disturbs me, but I will actually lean towards Washington plus the money. Yeah, I think that's a way to trick you. That's why the line's so high because people are going to look at Corbin's 10 ERA and be like, oh, maybe he comes out and busts out of his shell. That's what I'm betting on today if you're giving me plus $1.40 odds. Um, we have a double header today that – I don't really want to touch much on. I don't bet doubleheaders, but the Diamondbacks and the Braves in the doubleheader, the first game is at 10-20, Zach Gallon and Bryce Wilson. And then the second game's following that with Madison Bumgarner and Drew Smiley. I have a personal rule myself with these seven-inning doubleheaders. I don't usually touch them, so I, this this game's completely off my Why card. is it seven innings? 
It's just how it is. That's it's, the way it is with COVID. That's the way it is with COVID. There's there's seven inning double headers and extra innings. Runners start on second for whatever reason. I'm not a big fan of betting seven inning baseball, especially at the professional level. So I'm off. Yeah, I'll, actually, Gallon's actually a pretty good pitcher here. He is young and he is uh, hungry. He's uh, playing against this kid Wilson, who's actually been pretty pretty good so far. Yeah. Um, I'll take Gallon in, in a uh, a little bit of an upset there. All right, a little bit of an upset in uh, Arizona game one, a plus money money line pick for for Boogie. I will stay off the second game. Yeah, second game's tough. Bumgarner does own the Angels, though. He's 4-0. Or, I'm sorry, he owns the Braves. He's 4-0 in his career against Atlanta. Um, Angels-Astros, that's probably why I said Angels a couple seconds ago. This is our next game, the LA Angels and the Houston Astros. This is a game where I, it's a two-way for me. I like both side and total in this game. Um Two underperforming pitchers, two teams that can really hit the ball as they've been scoring runs at a lofty rate. Trout has been on fire. Yeah, Trout is not playing in this game, though. He's day-to-day. Altuve is out with COVID. This is third and fourth place teams in the American League West. Very tops in all offensive categories. LA's actually lost four straight. They're on a bit of a skid, and Houston's actually going for the sweep at Minute Maid Park today. And an offensive park with that low of a line, I'm going to take Houston laying the dollar thirty-five here, and I'm also going to take the over um, eight and a half runs. Yeah, I like McCullers here. I think he's got a uh, a good uh, chance to win today. He's at home. He's pitching pretty pretty well. Uh, I know his uh, ERA is a little higher than I'd like, but I am leaning towards taking Houston. And Lance McCullers Jr. I think Lance McCullers Jr. gets the win today against Dylan Bundy, who I think can get absolutely rocked by that Astros lineup at that hitters-friendly park with that short porch out in left field. Give me the Astros and give me a lot of runs to be scored. Astros, best bet candidate for me today in the baseball world. My Pittsburgh Pirates boogie, I got to be honest, they have performed better than I thought they would. They are 10. Overperforming. Yeah, they are 10 and 11 right now. Mm-hmm. Only two and a half back in the NL Central. The dream's alive. Now, <laughs> and now we're throwing a guy named Will Crow, and I got to be honest. The dream's alive. The dream's alive. I got to be honest. Till the halfway point. Yes, hey, hey I can believe this is how it works. It's, welcome to life as a Pirates fan for the last 27 years. All right, all right. All right. Will Crow, got to be honest, never heard of him before. Will Crow is the starting pitcher for the Pirates today. The Minnesota Twins are throwing Shoemaker. As I said, oh, I literally have on my capping sheet here, Will Crow, who, question mark. A lot of offense in this game. It is the rubber match. 2-0 and and 6-2 and has been the two scores. 2-0 to and 6-2. It's the rubber match of a three-gamer down in Minnesota. Once again, I don't know who the heck Will Crow is, and Shoemaker <laughs> is not very impressive. I think I'm going to take the over. I actually know I'm going to take the over. Eight and a half runs here. I think both teams put up buckets. Um, with all the overs, I like two blows. Put up buckets? Yeah. They're, I think both teams have put We're up buckets. Basketball. I know, but I think it's going to be a bucket-getting kind of basketball score. <laughs> um, I'm telling you, I think both teams put up some runs today. And the fact that I like all these overs, I think I'm going to do, I'm going to do a little, for our listeners, I'm going to do a little prop bet. <laughs> You guys can go get the Grand Salami. Go get the Grand Salami What is the over. Grand Salami? Grand Salami is the total run scored across all games in, in today. I got to go look and see what it is. But there's 15, 16 games with your double headers. There'll be a Grand Salami. So the book will give you the total amount of runs scored for the entire day in baseball. They and have it in hockey it. too. Yes, they have it in hockey as well. So give me the over Grand Salami. But in this game in particular, give me the Pirates Twins over. I am staying. 
gain off of this game. As a matter of fact, I have faded my last two Pittsburgh games. You have. And have lost burned. both times. So yes. I am staying off that game. Staying off the game. Our 10th of 15 matchups today, Boogs, takes us down to Chicago between the Texas Rangers and the Chicago White Sox. Rangers are throwing Ari Hara, who's been lights out, and White Sox are throwing Michael Kopich, who has been lights out. This is going to be a hell of a game. I don't have this one on my sheet. It's a toss-up for me. Yeah, I actually like the White Sox in this game. Okay. Um, I will lean towards them at home. Their bat's starting to come alive a little bit. So, uh, yeah, I'll take Chicago. Chicago White Sox. You heard it from Boogie. Our 11th game, the Cincinnati Reds and the St. Louis Cardinals. I was thinking the Cardinals were going to be my best bet overnight because I love ba- I love backing Jack Flaherty at home. But I've since stayed off the game completely. Uh, I do have a slight lean towards St. Louis to win this game. St. Louis is actually going for the sweep of Cincinnati. So, uh, slight lean towards St. Louis minus the $1.25 here. Yeah, Reds were actually pretty good earlier in the season. Um, um, I'm looking at Flaherty uh, to keep his streak alive, to go for 4-0. Yep. Uh, they're at home. Home team always typically will win uh, in baseball, and uh, that's who I'm going with. I love it. Cubs and the Brewers are our next matchup down in Wrigley. Chicago, this is a rubber match. Uh, Got to check and see how the wind is here. That's going to be a big determining factor. Great pitching matchup. Yeah, Brandon Woodruff against Jake Arrieta. I'm going to take the home dog Chicago Cubs here. I think they're starting to catch a little bit of fire. Uh, they're 10-10. and 10. They're trying to win this series. You have Jock Peterson's on the 10-day for them. Uh, Avi Garcia on the 10-day for Milwaukee. Woodruff can pitch pretty well, but those Cubs bats are starting to heat up at home. You're giving me the Cubs right now roughly at plus $1.20. Um, depending on wind, the over-under is really low based off of the pitching matchup, only at 6.5. So I'm going to go Cubs at the plus money price as well as the over, but a really, really strong play on the Cubs today. Yeah, I agree with you right there, Jake Arrieta's 3-1. 2.86 ERA. Brandon Woodruff's actually been doing really well over these last few years. Yes. Um, and he's he's coming in at a 1.96 ERA, 1-0 right now. Um, I'm looking towards Chicago at home to win as well. I love it. I think that's a great home dog, the Chicago Cubs. We go to Coors Field now, Bugs, as the Rockies host the Philadelphia Phillies. Another rubber match of a series. As we mentioned earlier, Phillies are first in the NL East, tied with the Mets. They are 10-10. Colorado in the basement of the NL West at 7 and 13. This was a two-way play for me, but I can't back a 7 and 13 team who has been so inconsistent. But with these two pitchers on the mound, Chase Anderson 0 and 2 with a 4.15 ERA, John Gray 2 and 1 2.42. We know balls fly out of this ballpark. This is going to be the last over I give out over. to the public. 11 and a half runs. Go get it while it's hot. They probably score somewhere near that 17-18 mark if I were to guess. I think balls are going to fly out of this ballpark and the over 11 and a half is where I'm going. Balls are flying all over the place. We got it. I got the over in that one. Easy peasy. Now, Boogie, we got the Arizona Diamondbacks Braves game two, which we said we're off. Uh, Our two afternoon games, we have the Marlins and the Giants. A line has finally been dropped on this game. I've been waiting for a line all day, and I'm sticking no matter what the price was. I said I was going to go San Francisco. This is a rubber match. Um, I think San Francisco takes care of the Marlins today to win that three-game series. San Francisco right now is minus $1.45, and I'm going to lay that $1.45 and take the San Francisco Giants behind Logan Webb to defeat the Marlins, who haven't even announced who their pitcher is yet. Yeah, man, I'm right there with you. I love it. I love San Francisco. Give me the Giants. 
Giants, one of my favorites. My three favorite teams straight up today in baseball, I'll tell you right now, is San Francisco, Chicago, and Houston. Those are going to be my three favorite flat bets. I know I gave out a lot of overs, but those three teams I really, really like today are uh, – this is the double fatem game of the week for me, baby. Yeah. The Padres and the Dodgers, ESPN, the public fader, 4 o'clock ESPN, Joe Musgrove, Dustin May, Dodgers, minus $1.20, over under 7 how you feeling? I like San Diego, man. Yes, sir. I like San Diego. Musgrove is actually proven that he is definitely a great pickup for the for the Padres. Uh, you know, Dustin May, I've backed him in the past, and he's actually a nice young pitcher here. But he's had him in the pen. They've had him in the starting rotation. Uh, he's not bad. Dodgers came back last night. I like San Diego to win tonight. Fade the public on this one. Wherever the public's at, go the other way on side and total. As of right now, early, it's this could change, but Dodgers in the over of the publicly bet game here. Everyone's on that, so I'll go the other way. I will roll with you on the Padres, and I will give out my first under of the podcast, seven and a half runs in Dodgers and Padres. Now, folks, we want to wrap this up so we can get this out to our listeners. We have a total of 11 games across the NBA and the NHL today. What are we looking at um, betting-wise real quick to give out to our listeners? Uh, I like Charlotte Hornets. Me too. Plus the eight against Boston. Yeah, me too. Celtics not good on the road. I'm no. taking Charlotte. Me too. Um, the under in the Phoenix-Brooklyn game, under 229 to 232. I think it's up to 232. Okay. Um, and then I also like, I actually like Portland on the money line. Okay. Uh, they're minus $1.75. Okay. But I do like Memphis plus the points. Memphis is 7-0 against the spread. They're past 7 as a dog. Wow. 8-2 against the spread. They're past 10 on the road. So wow. I like to see a close game in that game. But yeah. Portland to win that game. Portland win Memphis cover. And Steph playing incredible MVP votes for his uh, again, scoring streak that they just finished. But what a guy. He's on fire. He is. I'll take Golden State, lay the 7.5 against Sacramento. All right. Now, that I, I'm digging that. So now as I look down at my paper here, I do like the Charlotte Hornets. I'm with you on that. Plus the 8. I do like the Phoenix-Brooklyn under. That's at 233. Uh, two other unders in the NBA I like. I like the Milwaukee-Atlanta under 227. And I like the Sacramento-Golden State under 231. I will also tie the Washington Wizards minus 300 parlayed to the Golden State Warriors money line. That's a two-team money line parlay. The two W parlay, Wizards, Warriors. Wizards, Warriors. Par the W's, win the W's. Wizards, Warriors, essentially a flat bet. I will two-team money line parlay that one. Um, NHL-wise, Boogs, you got something really hot in NHL today. Man, I've been pretty good, you know, actually in these NHL games that we we be boogie, boogie be taking some stabs out here. All day. Um, all day, all, all day long. Boston Bruins. They uh, killed me the other day as a minus 360, almost $4 favorite the other day against the worst team in the league. Yep, fade them again, baby. Buffalo Sabres. Uh, So we got Boston today only laying $1.15 against Pittsburgh. I'm taking Boston. Uh, The Rangers are at home against those lowly Buffalo Sabres. I'm taking the Rangers. I'm actually going to take them on the puck line. Hey. And then I've got the Tampa Bay Lightning they are actually also playing against the Blue Jackets. I'm going to take them on the puck line as well. 
Columbus is just terrible. So give me the Rangers and the Lightning on the puck line. Boston to win the game outright over Pittsburgh. That's my three teams in the NHL. I love it. I got three teams as well. Did you just say Boston over Pittsburgh? I sure did. Okay, I'm on the other side because I'm biased. Uh, I'll go Pittsburgh there, even money at home. I like the over, though. That's my real strong plan. Over five and a half? Over five and a half goals. I think these two great offensive teams can score some goals against each other. Give me the Bruins-Penguins over five and a half. And I like the Rangers and the Sabres under six goals. If you think the Rangers' puck line's hitting, I'd liken them to shut down Buffalo and Buffalo to not be able to get the puck in the net very well against the Rangers. Give me the under six goals there. And that's it for episode 50, Boogie. We have one last thing to do. We got to get out our best bet, baby. Boogie's Blockbuster, baby. Boogie's Blockbuster best bet for this Sunday? What is Boogie's Blockbuster best bet across all these sports? What is your play of the day? Play of the day. Give me the Oakland A's and Lizardo wow. to go for 14 in a row. All right. Good odds on that, too. Only minus $1.20. So Oakland minus 120 in Baltimore today will be Boogie's Blockbuster best bet. I got to ride Houston's hot streak right now at home. I know Altuve's not playing, but that lineup against Dylan Bundy, Houston's minus $1.35 home favorite, going for the sweep against Dylan Bundy and the, and the LA Angels today. I'm going to go with the Houston Astros. So we got the Houston Astros minus $1.35 and the Oakland A's minus $1.20. That's a wrap. 40-minute episode 50 pod. We're going to get this out to you guys before all these games start. Good luck to everybody. Happy Sunday. Bearing out. Boogie out.